Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. Sound I right. Damn, yeah. I can pick up the birds making noises from seven miles away. Have That's you crazy. heard? <laughs> do you remember an, like Anchorman? Should I close the windows? Or do we have your call? I feel like it's pretty I natural. Think I, like it. I love it. Makes it. it sounds like we're in a jungle. <laughs> it's like it's tuned in so well. It's not loud. It's not noisy. It's just like a nice uh, we're in, outdoors. We're in the vibe. Baltimore jungle. They start, it is somebody a jungle. starts screaming out of their door at somebody at a homeless Con- person. It's like the miniature concrete jungle. How do I sound in your ears, John? How do you like it? Perfect, bro. It sounds do you, exotic. Do you ever, uh, do you, like, you ever seen the movie Anchorman? I haven't. I'll be lying. When it comes to movies, I'm quite foreign. Will Ferrell has like great takes of like outtakes and stuff, and the one things he does like really funny or like goofy things. So he has a he has like a a, a sound check on one of the 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 shows. The one morning, like they're doing like, the news check, and he's like, "They're out the gates." <laughs> it's like one of my favorite sound checks. Does that sound good? Does that sound good? I gotta do the gates. He's like freaking. <laughs> oh shit! I just happened to watch one of his movies the other day because every Which time one? I told people I didn't watch it, I always get called a fucking foreigner, and that was <laughs> Step Bros. And Step Brothers, yeah. I watch. I watch because it text, didn't make Turkey till like ten years later, right? Uh, well, no, it makes it, but I guess it's not. It doesn't get picked up as much as say like Marvel movies or like all the common Hollywood shit. And like the comedy stay to I guess America, but that one movie, uh, like the Step Brothers, when I watched it, I texted the group of the people that usually call me a fucking foreigner for not knowing these Will Ferrell movies and whatnot and uh, Seth Rogen movies, and I told him, dude, that movie was ass. I didn't laugh once, <laughs> and the the amount of hate I got was unreal. It's like so I don't what know. What didn't you like about it? That it was just American and not Turkish. <laughs> no, like when I, I feel like what makes me laugh is, like I'll let. I guess my humor is kind of dark. Like, I like dark humor over just that type of friendly, like, uh, friendly kind of humor. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really get me, like, get my stomach hurting. Like, there was po- points where I was, like, <laughs> like actually laughed genuinely, but I didn't blast the laugh watching it. So, hit that intro music, Raymond. Let's right. talk about where we're at. Welcome back, everyone. We're back with Raymond and your fat friend, Declan. Hello, this is the Let Me Call You Back podcast. We're here with John. John, what's your last name? I didn't fucking ask before we got Sinto here. Sintosun. 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 John's Turkish as fuck, guys. Guess what? We have the new <laughs> Turkish delight on our show this week. We've been talking about him. He's been our uh, our foreign friend that we make jokes about for a little bit for a while. He's one of Raymond's best friends. He's a pretty cool dude. Helped me out when I got here immediately. Give it up for John. John, glad to have you here. We're in Raymond's uh, beautiful little... Minimalistic life here now. Glad to I be just here. Brought him a new dining room table and slash coffee table slash ta- uh, Would bed. Would you call it minimalistic? Is that what it is? No, nah, it's just you're you're in a new apartment. You're yeah. it's clean. <laughs> There's not shit everywhere yet. You're doing a good job. Living of downtown on the walls. Intellectual vibes. This is not downtown, John. <laughs> downtown is like 20 minutes from. Us. No shot. This is this is downtown, isn't no. it? Everything in the city is considered downtown, isn't it? What? I don't so even know where the fuck we're at right now. <laughs> just Do you know what downtown means? Let's let's uh in the center let's run it back from me. So this isn't considered downtown. No. Baltimore City. 
Yes. All right, this is so considered I, the nice part. <laughs> I don't even know what to call this. So this is Raymond's apartment complex. Uh, obviously, yeah, but like a vicinity location wise, I thought we were downtown this all yeah. these years. I thought anything that uh, that was. We're city currently was in a downtown. favela in El Salvador. Oh, yeah, that would be that's nice. That's why you can hear the uh, cucarachas and the capybaras uh, <laughs> whinnying outside the windows. Ah, uh, yes, the largest guinea pig in the world actually makes a noise. So, uh, real quick here, John, do you live in the city? I live, no, I live in the suburbs. Yeah, your parents were like, we ain't doing that, right? Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. My right. dad, my dad, when he first moved here, like in the 80s, he worked in the city, actually, and he was a pizza driver for a, a, a Persian-owned restaurant. Like, it was a pizza shop, and he was a delivery driver. He didn't know much about, about America. And when his boss tried sending all the delivery drivers to certain neighborhoods, they would be like, nah, I'm not doing that. And my dad, he was after the money, he was after the grind. You know how the foreigners are mm-hmm. when they first get here. Dollar in a dream type yeah, shit. Cabbies just fighting each other in the yeah. street. <laughs> My favorite thing is like uh, foreign pizza delivery drivers because like pizza is such an American thing. Yeah, true. And you put it in the hands of a very foreign person. Yep. And you, you get there and they're like, dude, this pizza's all fucked up. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Take your pizza. Have a good day. And they just leave. It's like, dude, this Domino's guy is ruthless, dude. Orders are on time, though. They don't, they don't know. Uh, certain people, like, they, they have the anger of coming from a country that's pretty corrupt, I guess, like, in every aspect. So or they, they come want... from a, a country where people, like, have never even seen a fucking pizza before. They're like, <laughs> you're lucky yeah. to have a pizza. Go fuck yourself. And then no, just drop dude. a pizza off. Pizza's everywhere. Tipping. Pizza. Are you fucking kidding me? There's kids in the streets okay. begging. <laughs> no, dude, there's pizza everywhere. Pizza and hamburger has to be the most common I think, I feel like, like, majority of the, even the worst uh, city, like, the wor- worst city in Turkey, you go there and you, you sit at a cafe or a restaurant, you're going to see pizza and hamburgers on the menu. It's not going to be anything you eat here. It's just going to be something plain, bland, probably, but who knows? Isn't it terrible that that's what the ego of American people are? I'm wearing a fucking red, white, and blue shirt right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's probably when we got pizza over there, you fucking commie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're like, yeah, dude, we have pizza. That's weird for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would. John has kind of enlightened me to it a little bit. You, mm-hmm. I think we'd be surprised how modern Turkey is. It's because America makes it sound like everywhere else is a third world country. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They there's do. Like your, they're like Britain, dude. There's toothless motherfuckers. That's a third world country. Yep. Meanwhile. Britain runs the world. <laughs> a lot of countries, especially back in the day, like during the secular days, like Turkey, uh, Iran, um, Azerbaijan, certain countries around Turkey, they, they just, you should like go back and look at their pictures and their history. It's amazing, dude. Like the way women dressed, the way men were dressed, the way the culture was, and they kind of corrupted that. He showed me that. Uh, Azerbaijani woman and her little family. Uh, Ken Dayati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he showed man. me that. Yeah, he showed me that. It's his newest favorite YouTube channel. I want to have it's a little Azerbaijani wife. Isn't it the best vibe? Like, isn't, like, anyone with, a like, a straight mindset, isn't that everyone's ultimate goal eventually to live it's a so peaceful? It's a dream. What's, uh, what's, what, what, our dad used to make this terrible joke about our what mom. Uh, he's like, I, uh, he's like, you keep it up, woman. I'm paying for a, a wife back in Mexico, 10 yeah. pesos a day. She's five yeah. years old right now. Well, she'll be 18 <laughs> no, someday. <stop. laughs> my dad used to make like a terrible joke like that. So for me, like, what's the currency you think in Azerbaijan? Like shekels or some shit? Oh, <laughs> like, I'm paying like 10 shekels a day for I, little Azerbaijan. I almost want to say two men. It's a, it's a currency called two men, but right. I, don't take me for granted on that. I'm paying probably I might like, be wrong. That might be Iran's, uh, certain parts in Iran's uh, currency. Five and a half, two men go a day to my Azerbaijani wife to prepare my <laughs> hobbit hut yeah. and uh, take you care of my rabbits. Wife. You're about to get the the most I just wanted talented. to take care of the rabbits. Those rabbits are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not on the internet. Oh, boy. 
Let me let me run it back to my dad's story with the yeah, pizza shop. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I'm sorry. No, you're all good. I'll go. We all got, over we got the place all. Today. Yeah, we got all <laughs> kinds of stuff to talk about. It's gonna be one for the books. Um, so the my dad was like, he was after the money, so he's like, I'll go to that neighborhood, and he dropped the pizza off. And when he dropped the pizza off, he was warned by the lady, like, "What are you doing here?" All because of his skin color. He was a pale man, and on his way back, um, he didn't know this, and it, it's just the way the times were back then. My man got beat the fuck out of by six, seven dudes. And I mean, he was put in a coma for a month. Your dad? My dad was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where All, is this, this was in Baltimore City somewhere. Jesus Christ. So, like, I, That's how angry foreigners are. You can like, put him in a coma and they're just like, fuck you. I'm still going to survive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have like four kids and my wife's going to hand out secrets. He was he was in the hospital for a month. And that story I'll never that's, forget. It's just so crazy. Up, yeah, I mean, he's not he's not racist against anyone. He was just, no. he didn't know that like the circumstances and like he was just going to make his money. And he got his ass beat for it. I respect it, man. He's a, he's a real grinder. Much love for the dad. <laughs> Good for him, man. I, uh, what does he do now? What's his, what's his profession? So what does, my he, what da- does he cut his teeth on? So my dad, currently, he is riding around doing DoorDash, Uber, and whatnot. And he's just um, trying to make it to his retirement days and just chill out, chill back on life. He didn't really um, have a profession growing up. He basically was always after the money. From the age of eight, he started grinding and... He would go to the marine in Turkey in the city we lived in. And back then, fish was very, very big in Turkey. Like, people wouldn't take small fish. But that's not a thing anymore. People don't really have morals of taking care of it. So people would only keep big fish. And my dad would ask everyone for their small fish that they throw away. And he would collect them all in one bag. And at the end of the day, he would sell bags for uh, whatever money it was back then. And he Your told dad me, was selling Reggie, is what you're telling me? Basically, yeah. He was selling, <laughs> selling you guys got Reggie. I'll take the mids. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically selling the Your Reggie. Your dad's about that seed. paper, about oh, the two men. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. He never let go and he's still not letting go. So yeah, he, he really didn't have the the money or the, the support to pick up a profession. So yeah, that's that's his story. Yeah, that's fucking, see, it's different for everybody. You don't have to have a... A career in a profession. I just have to say, this is terrible, but it's pretty awesome that your dad's just keeping up the same thing. Like, pizza driver when I got here. Got the shit kicked <laughs> yeah. out of me. Now he's we're doing Ubers now. and Grubhubs. I will be. That's going to be my retirement. I will be. Uh, I'll, I'll mention the fact that he worked Do you have a Hyundai, like, uh, Santa Fe or something? I have, <laughs> like, I have a Hyundai accent myself. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> Do you have a sweet, like, mid-sized SUV? My dad actually drives a... When we first moved here, he was driving a, I think, a... Uh, Toyota SUV or was it a Honda SUV? I can't really remember, but that's what it was. And oh my god, can I? Did your dad ahead. have Uber and Lyft stickers in his uh windows at all? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. That'd be the American dream. He doesn't like he doesn't <laughs> carry around people, it's just mainly food. I don't okay. think he's past age to deal with people and all their good uh, for him. Yeah, exactly. He just vibes to himself, he doesn't have to like. I just yelled at a middle a middle yeah. aged Middle Eastern guy the other day at an airport. He was just, oh shit! Well, for dude, what? Uh, he just was wrong. <laughs> he just did some stupid shit. And he was in the wrong place. I'm telling him like, "Hey, I'm 500 feet ahead," and he's like, "I'm here, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about." I'm like, "Buddy, I'm 500 feet away, looking at you down the street. Pull up, look at me." Dude, Turkey is not Middle East. Right? I know. So let me say this: Turkey is the country that is considered on the cusp of a everything. city in Rain Turkey a little called Konya. <laughs> he's got a, I can't, I can't he's like we right can't like call him Middle East dude don't say that go so, ahead I'm sorry the, that was rude Konya is like a, the center of the world considered mm-hmm. the center of the world and then we have Istanbul that has the Bozici bridge which mm-hmm. is considered the connection between the continent of Asia and Europe it connects both uh, continents and you basically if you sit on the middle of the bridge you can basically call someone and be like dude I'm I'm in Europe and Asia at the same time right now and it's, it's no bullshit it's actually real and then Turkey, since we have so many, 
I would say neighbors to the country such as Iraq, Syria, and whatsoever, and uh, Saudi Arabia being. But Turkey's in the water, right? Where, where it's an Islamic country, so it's considered like people think of it as a Middle Eastern country. And whenever you say Islam, people automatically mm-hmm. think of Middle Eastern, or that's just the American way of thinking. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But the water is on the Aegean Sea, the the Black Sea, and then the bottom, which is the Mediterranean Sea. So we are uh, you're a port. Turkey's a port. Yes, sir. Yep. That was like the big reason why. uh, What the hell was the conspiracy that they were thinking uh, Putin was trying to reunite the original? uh, uh, I bet you know this conspiracy. Most definitely. (laughs) I think you're going. He's trying to. uh, He was trying to reunite the original Christian powers and having to go the path through Turkey was a main part of reuniting the. The original kingdom. There's no idea. Turkey oh, is involved one. in so many conspiracy yeah. theories. Like, it's crazy, dude. Like, it's involved in a lot of religious Explain texts. the connection with Ukraine. Ukraine. So, uh, it's crazy. the connection between Turkey and Ukraine would be more like Putin and Erdogan are very, like, close. Um, who knows who why? We had conflicts. Erdogan in the, is? Yeah. He's that fucker that's like, I'll die dictator. for my country. And then he yeah, wrote a book, too. He is the biggest walking dipshit on this earth. Him and the probably the leaders of Iran, like, those those people must, like, they should be hung. We're going to let him they, drive the I, car on this, because I have I'm, no opinion on Ukraine and Russia. Uh, I don't know what to say. They and shouldn't You be most able, likely have a good answer. They us. shouldn't be able to breathe another second of oxygen on this earth. And that's where we <laughs> lost fucking That's where they canceled that. us. I mean that from the bottom of my You're heart. You're talking though. about Erdogan. Yeah, like, yeah, he can yeah, say that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. He's from there. So the connection, he's very close with Putin, but he's also like, he's an ally of NATO. And when you consider that factor, you can't really fuck around and hold sides. So in Ukraine being trying, trying to get into uh, the NATO right now, and that being the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. So Russia is such a strong power on that side of the world. So you can't really mess up your, I understand what he's trying to do strategically, but who knows what's going underneath the books? Because we only see whatever the media shows us, obviously that's common knowledge, I hope nowadays. So um that being said he doesn't want to fuck up the relations between the relationship between russia and turkey but he's also staying um close to the nato side of it so the the relation them being is erdogan's um their his uh, daughter's husband the groom whatever is basically one of the biggest he owns one of the biggest companies which uh they make what's it called i'm trying to think of the word the 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 planes that ha- don't have a pilot and they drop missiles and bombs UAV and drones. drones drones yes right. exactly thank you so the drones he has a company where, that makes probably the best drones in the world right now and it it has so much like uh, people in countries this and is like, Erdogan no his uh, his son son in law his son in law is the so one that makes he's got like the the Lockheed Martin hookup in the U- in the Ukraine is what you're saying well yes hundred percent well him being married to the president's daughter is an advantage of him boosting his business with uh political and like other well, country also, relations you told me before you don't need to you don't need a passport to travel between Turkey and Ukraine. in Ukraine yes sir that's crazy that is you only have to carry an ID you could just take a plane they just made that either when I was in, when I just moved back to the states or when I was still in Turkey I can't really remember from the top of my head but it's a it's a current thing in, in less than a decade it Erdogan happened. sounds like the young Dick Cheney in, in, in Turkey he's very <laughs> weird dude he world. doesn't he doesn't even have a college diploma university diploma and under paper you're supposed to be a graduate yeah you you're supposed to have a bachelor's degree. by law you're saying by law yes of, of course uh it's called republic of turkey so the laws were built in back in a day in the 20th century and one of the laws that stands out is that to the whole world is we were the first country to give the right for women to vote and yeah. now you look at the country with people like this and how corrupt it is and like they're considering taking away women rights and all kinds of things it's just 
It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Bizarre. I can't really give you specific details because I'm not 100% aware and I don't want to right? cause misinformation. Yeah, 100%. It's going mm-hmm. more of a... The terms called in Turkish, we call it shidiyat. So it's basically the way... Shidiyat? Shidiyat is the word. I th- it might be Bam an Arabic boat. word. It sounds like an Arabic <laughs> word, but, in Tur- but Turkish does have a lot of words that came from Arabic. Nothing, nothing on that one? Oh, it's a bad boat? It's shidiyat? Fuck! <laughs> 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 it is shidiyat. I like that one. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm fluent. Well, and then, like, you guys are aware of how Iran is, Iran is right now, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like, fucking just, weapons of mass destruction. It's, it's, it's sad. It's sad to see. You look at the, how they were back in the day, and uh, it's the ultimate goal to make Turkey like that. The people they are making, doing business with in order to gain political votes, certain parties that are very based on building an Islamic republic rather than a actual secular republic where people are modern and look for improvement rather than going back in history every day by 50 years it's just common bullshit it's it's common bullshit yeah okay. and no commie bullshit oh commie bullshit. bullshit oh i see what you're saying it's well not, Ar- erdogan is a, Ard- well that's what i was talking about with ray the other day right wing in turkey <laughs> i'm sorry that's right, all good bro right wing in turkey in islamic countries i should say isn't the same as uh, the right wing in America or left wing in America and whatnot. Oh, it's a completely it's completely different point. perspective. You got to look yeah. at it as a religion, and the religion plays big factor in Islamic countries. People, when they are religious, they are like very religious, like uh, very. It's still, religious. it's still based in religion in the United States for like the right, the, the right, hyper right wing. Yeah, the hyper right wing, but it's not so much as where uh, conservative and the right is considered to be the overly religious party anymore. Because where we were growing up, we might have been at the tail end. It was synonymous. It was before. yeah, like Christianity oh, was part of the right wing. Right wing Christian yeah. conservative. That was like the idea. Okay, I mean, dude, that's the still how it is in my mind. Honestly, the propaganda game is so caught up in this. It's nuts. Like I was, I saw see the recent video. There was like a fight in like a. I forget what political house in in uh in that area over in that in in like the in Russia area, but there was a, a Ukrainian representative and he had a flag in his hand and a Russian guy came up and grabbed him and the fucking they were both like politicians, one from U- Ukraine, one from Russia. It's crazy. So the Ukrainian politician punched the guy in the back of the oh head and God. cracked him oh, I saw this. I saw three this. or four times. Jesus man. And so, uh he's so speaking weird. Russian to him the whole time. They're both like going back and forth and uh they break it up. They're like, you can't fight. And the guy goes, we fight. We fight for this flag. It was like the craziest line. I'm like, oh, my God, they need to make a movie about that. Dude. Uh, they, they surely do. And it's like, I I will always wonder why American people get so affected by it. Me and Ray were going on a trail the other day on a hike. And we saw so many houses that are Ukrainian flags in front of them. Like, you know for a fact they're not Ukrainians. They're, like, they're not Ukrainians. And what's the point of trying to promote it's, uh, something? You didn't do it for Iraq. Socially motivated. You didn't do it for Iraq. You didn't do it for any of the countries that literally got bombed and shit on by the Northern Powers, the North American Powers, and now you want to all of a sudden be involved in a U- Russian and Ukrainian conflict? Honestly, I mean, you see stickers on cars. It's... And people can't even give you the rhetoric to explain why they support the Ukraine. They just they just know that they have Ukrainian friends. And to be honest with you, it is hard because I have Ukrainian friends. I have Ukrainian coworkers. And if you were to ask them about what's going on, they would give you a right perspective of it. Uh, they would give you uh, their either a right their perspective, which would be a uh, regardless of either side. If if you don't have a dog in the fight, you're a third party. So you have like the the protagonist antagonist devil's advocate viewpoint to every side because you're not involved but you see it happen they have the martyr stance because their belief system is based in their society true so it may be a justified it's it's for what 
It's our reason for action. It's like why we're going to war. And then everybody's why they're saying we support going to war. Like the answer. I haven't seen a single fucking answer from anybody in the United <laughs> States about the Ukraine. We're like, yeah, we don't know why we support the Ukraine. I think it's the colors, the blue and yellow, but that's it's, what it seems like, dude. It's simple, dude. NATO, Ukraine's trying to get into NATO. For ones, the ones out there that are listening and wondering the real fact, they're, they're trying to get into NATO, and Putin doesn't want anything mm -hmm. about the U.S. being close to him. If they become allies of the NATO, and then America all of a sudden becomes very close to Russia... And we're talking about a world where the only threats politicians and big powers are talking about nuclear powers. And Putin doesn't want any of that around him. He's, he's well, we, we don't know anything behind the scenes, but he is anti-America, anti-imperialism, and he doesn't want any of that power around him. But himself is a big power too, but he's struggling to show it against a country that is one hundredth in, uh, in terms of size of his land and yeah. power. So... And it's what a, was what was what were we at? We were we were talking about a topic and then it got lost in the sauce. I was trying to remember what that was. It's okay, <laughs> honestly. And not to say that I don't love this conversation because it's great to have a viewpoint. Yes, sir. We're gonna get funny for a second here. Let's do it. I called a guy a little dick <laughs> last night in traffic. <laughs> no. I really did. He fucking he cut me off. He I'm gonna have to bleep that. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Um, but I was sitting <laughs> in traffic coming home from an event. South Philly, Raymond, you know what we're going to have, or you're making yeah. the left towards uh, Front Street to get back yeah. on Walt Women Bridge or whatnot. I'm in a line of like eight cars. The full left lane has one person in it. It's that two-lane left turn. I'm in the right turn lane. The left lane has one car. This guy goes around the line of nine people in the right and gets in front of me. I can see he's a short, fat little white. And I, I roll my window <laughs> down because his window is down. I'm like, what do you think? You're fucking better than me, you fat, ugly <laughs> I'm screaming at him and stuff. And he's like, what the fuck? I was like, listen, you may be in front of me now. I said, but your dick's still little and you're a fucking pussy who lives in South Philly. And I just see him turn around like, what the fuck is this guy saying to me right now? Like, he turns green, he sleeps. That was the shock of the day for him or the month. Who knows? Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? I was like, don't cut me off in traffic, you bitch. Dude, it's a... It's a, it's a crazy I must drop my fucking hoagie. Yeah, <laughs> I just fucking spilled mustard on my shirt. Well, None on the, the pretzel. <laughs> Uh, John, you ever had a hoagie? Um, so what are we speaking when we say hoagie? A hoagie, god damn. But what are we what are we talking about? Co context, what's in it? Oh, I mean, it's a, a meat and cheese sandwich. <laughs> so, I mean, I, 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 uh, I love cheese steaks. Since cheese steaks are considered a hoagie, or like no, cold cuts not. are considered hoagies, I'm assuming, like pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah. Cut the episode. Fucking bleep the tapes. <laughs> like an Italian? Yeah, no, that's I, a I, I, you know, I, I don't eat pork, so I, I didn't really... Uh, no, I that's, that's the title we were going to get to. I know mm -hmm. they, uh, Ray was yeah, no, constantly bringing it up. <laughs> but up, yeah, I don't... We're it's, heathens. It's not... I'm not a religious person. Let me keep that straight. Let me get... Let's get that straight. I'm it not a religious pork. person pork at all, but me <laughs> growing up, I didn't eat pork, and growing up... I just heard a lot of and watched a lot of bad things about pigs, them eating their own feces, them just mm -hmm. being ugly animals, rolling in their shit and all kinds of stuff. So, so that kind of kept like, me is, being not religious and that being the case, I just kept away from it. Where I go with, with, with this is that pigs, historically, just through the world, were over-farmed to where they ended up living in the hab like, habit. Like, they were, they were over-feralized to where they lived in those habitats, like shit, wallowing. And like where George, your boss George was talking about how the pigs yeah. wild 
forage and live yeah. naturally. Shout out the meat miser. <laughs> Shout out the meat miser. The seam butcher. Guys call him? Crimson King. He's a short king. You mean the gumbo garçon? Give it up to, for the short kings. Give it up for the short kings. <laughs> meat miser. That for the short kings. I should have said Pro- that. Promoting him like the liver king out here. Um, it, it, truthfully, when you think about it, now obviously those pigs probably only like wallow when they're in their what? sleeping quarter. What the fuck does that mean? Like wallow is like where they live and like dot like track. Like the main thing with pork is that it's a, a, a and like it may or may not be religious, but culturally wise, um, where it's dirty is based off of it being a cloven hoofed animal that lives in its own feces habitually. That's it's just in how the Bible. they it's farmed in... pigs like that for years. Now yeah. when they like have these new trends now of like feralized, like the Asabul pig that. That lives in the Shenandoah yeah. Valley. That like it just sleeps inside for a night, and then it forages and lives out in a, in a pasture its entire day. I think there's a difference in between that because in in like cities or setups or in towns or ports where pigs are like raised and cultivated, they are living in a squalor. They're living mm-hmm. in a wallow, like a, a feces wallow. Mm-hmm. Wallow is like living in and and tracking and living in it. So like there's I think culturally, regardless if it's re- religious or not, pigs have bread to where they aren't totally healthy, like, animals. 100%. But there's small groups of people that are doing it the right way. Yeah. I agree with that. Whereas, well, I mean, chickens eat their own shit, too, mm-hmm. don't they? Like, they just uh, be- take their beaks and just pick on shit, and then you got mm-hmm. uh, me- meat Babies that- eat their own shit, dude. <laughs> you, got, you got meat that freaking rises up your blood pressure and cholesterol in your tw- mid-high mm-hmm. 20s uh, if you consume too much. But, like, me growing up, I saw videos of it eating on its own shit. There's a, there was a viral video when I was in Turkey. Maybe it was a propaganda video to keep people from eating it, but there was, or maybe it was just something mm-hmm. I came across. They were sp- uh, spilling coke like Coca-Cola, on top of a piece of a pork chop. And you can see tiny-ass worms coming out of it post the Coke spe- spilling on top mm. of it. It's like... That's also dependent on the setting it's in, too. 100%, you know 100%. I mean? But growing up seeing that stuff as a kid, it kind of just chipped into my mind. On, it's like, so what a nasty animal. You want, you want me to fuck you up a little bit? Do like ahead. strawberries? Um, yes, sir. You ever seen the videos where people take oh, salt course. and water yep. and all the bugs come yep, out of strawberries? Yep, yep, yep. yep. I usually, it's like, it's like oh, so what doesn't have bugs in it? Fuck. <laughs> like, true. true. Like, but, I, I don't know what to do with that. It's like, mm-hmm. like I like milk. You like milk? I love milk, dude. Don't you hate when people are I like, love. you guys know that it's like blood and pus and, and milk and everything? I get called a man child for drinking oh, milk hate, all the time. I, I hate when people bring it up. Like, they're like, oh, the, all the, you know, all the stuff they just blend into it to make it a, a <laughs> coagulate. And I'm like, a buddy, stop saying it. I'm going to put chocolate syrup in it and drink more of it. I can't stand the ones that. More for me. Like, I'll, I'll be, they'll judge me for liking milk. I'm like, you don't I put milk in your cereal. That. We just thought about this. And they, the they'll problem. be like, well, use almond milk. Oh, like, bro. Um, let me step away from that. You said, uh, you said the more for me comment just now. I literally just said that for crabs. I was eating, I was at an all you can eat crab night. And, uh, the guy next to me is like, some people just don't want to eat these because they're hard to pick. I was like, yeah, man, more for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fat turd. That's what what Ray says. Every time there's a pork discussion, if I, if I say I'm not eating pork, you'll be like more for me. It's the best meat. Dude, how do you say that when like, uh, I can't thing, bro. so I have a different turn. It's the reason yeah. Greek food's better than Turkish food because they do all of your plates with Keep pork. Smoking in them. that crack, smoking whatever that is. <laughs> they do all of your traditional food better because they use pork. <laughs> oh it's a, it's it's hard, man. Because I got to be honest with you, there's some really good pork. I, I believe it. It's and like, phenomenal. It, I believe it. I'm just a picky eater overall, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll get to that. No, I. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it makes sense. I very much like. Makes a lot of sense. And you're like, again, my friend that I told you, uh, Chris Shahadi, he, I don't think he eats pork too. Like mm-hmm. his family has the same culture and it's not, his dad's not religious. It's just like, um, there is a it's taboo. Yeah. It's taboo. 
Pork has become a taboo meat. It's considered a, a poverty meat. It's it considered is. a a thing that you don't have to consume. It's a it's a it's a it's for some people. Isn't it the cheapest uh, now, meat in the market me, out of all? Um, sometimes, Depends. depending Depends. on the cut and the, the type cut. of meat. In a, in a store, in a grocery store, yeah. I mean, that's that is the worst pork you could buy. If you go to like Giant or something, that's not the pork you want to buy. Yeah, you don't eat that shit. Got you. Yeah, but I still eat it. Like, <laughs> like people hate on me for eating cheese pizza. Like, because I don't get pepperoni on it, and pepperoni is probably the most common pizza in That's there. not the fucking same job. <laughs> I, I just get shit on for I don't like pepperoni. Pizza. Always. I, I don't eat pepperoni. Yeah, I always get judged for it. It's like, whatever. I got used to it. But, dude, green peppers and onions? Maybe a little sausage? I like green pepper mushroom. Do you ever start putting uh, mushroom and sausage together instead yeah. of just sausage? Of course, yeah. Mushroom, mushroom yeah. sausage is a can. I like, I like me some green pepper and mushroom pizza. Do you he like is, sausage? He doesn't um, eat I, I've eaten beef sausage. I should actually, um, one, one day when we Tra- come Tra- together <laughs> again, well, one day when we come together again, there's a beef We're sausage called... We're going to order a called, sausage pizza right now. We're trying. <laughs> it's called sujuk. I don't know if we ever tried it. Sujuk? At a, is it Turkish? Yeah. It's, a, it's a beef sausage, basically. It's made oh. the same way as sausage. It's pastrami. It's not. Pastrami is uh, different. Um, Sujuku is basically made the same way as sausage. You put it in like a sleeve and whatnot, and you like put it in the same shape as sausage, but they add heavy spices to it. So when you're cooking it, you don't even have to add any sort of oil to that because yeah. it's already Dude. extremely fat itself, which I'm assuming sausage is pretty much the same thing. Beef sausage, is, George was saying it last time we were talking about strong. It's mm-hmm. like insanely strong flavor. It is. Sujuk yeah. is a strong flavor, but like yeah. my, my buddy Daniel, he's, he's for example, he's uh, a picky eater as well. But when I first took him to a Turkish restaurant, he loved it. He yeah. loved it. And every time we went there, he would always order a pita with sujuk on it and cheese on it. It's really yeah. nice. Noise. Noise, noise, noise. I'm getting fluent. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm vibing too. It's no, great time. in Turkish. Are you? <laughs> no. I know, I know like four words. Oh, I, I thought I, you were talking fluent, like with the pod, yeah, the combos coming back to back. Yeah. Raymond's trying to holler at the Turkish shorties. There's none around here. What are you talking about? You were telling me about that Turkish shorty you were trying to holler at the other day. I John's mom. <laughs> he said that on last episode. I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I, was, I was like, is John's mom a piece? He's like, what? <laughs> Dude, it's ridiculous. You having fun so far, John? Good. I've been broke. So, this is my first time experience with something like this. So if I look stupid to you guys, I'm sorry for that. No, 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 no. This You're is working killing so it. far. You're I appreciate it. the culture expanse and the uh, Hell yeah. the political answers because I, me and Raymond honestly have been making jokes about like we bring up like Ukraine and Russia as jokes all the time and they're like, let's stop. We, we can't get into talking. it. We started to do it and we're like, never mind. We have <laughs> no we have no affinity towards either side. Like I, I, Dude, we, our opinion really doesn't even. I've matter. worked with people, old people, that say they've deleted their forty-year-old friends' families all because of their political like perspective on things. You told me this things. about the people who support Erdogan. I, but it's it's <laughs> when you think about it, Erdogan is trying to become a whole ass dictator and change a whole ass culture. But in America, what do you? What are people so worried about over it? You know, like they're not. I see what you're saying. It doesn't matter. So th- this idea just came screaming up to me, mm-hmm. John. Uh, you know, all your stuff sounds good. You sound like you have facts and you're you're of sound knowledge. What do you think of Muammar Gaddafi? <laughs> I just spoke about this some the other day with one of my Turkish friends. <laughs> it's crazy that you brought him up. Great, great dude. Damn it! 
I don't I, trust No, we talked about this. Talks. I know. I also <laughs> spoke about it with my buddy, Turkish buddy. I can't say I love the dude. So is there a different opinion of him in the in the cultures that you're My from? father's a very neutral person when it comes yeah. to politics. My Throughout my whole life, I've always like uh, listened to his perspective, and I, that's how I built my Do you life. like where this turned, by the way? <laughs> and like his perspective on things have always made sense because he's a well-read person, and he knows he understands politics very well. He won't hold sides. He'll try to understand what the conflict mm-hmm. is in the backstage rather than listening to the media. And when he says that man took care of his uh, his people in his country— Regardless of him being a dictator, a wannabe dictator, yeah, and being at the top, dictator. but when you think Seized about control it, of Libya, but when you think about it, this the same individual was um, taking care of his people in his continent. He was trying to centralize Africa and become uh, make its own currency and start Africa's own central banking system, yeah. rather than following the world central banking system that we've been following for whatever century years. And when he did that, all of a sudden, he got killed by his own people, bare that? hands. That was- so me growing up in Turkey, I've read this in books that aren't very uh, holding sides. And when did was, you come to the U.S., by the way? I was born here. Okay, I curious. was born here in Sorry. 98. I went to uh, Turkey in 2006 for the first time because my grandma was cancer and my dad wanted to spend some time with her. So that was our reason for moving there. And my dad owned a, a pizza sub shop mm-hmm. uh, called The Great American Sandwiches. And the 2005 crisis, 2006 crisis, economical crisis, he had to sell his share to his partner, Rick. Uncle Rick, uh, shout out Uncle Rick from here. And that that being one of the reasons, another one being him wanted to spend time with his mom, uh, was the reason we moved back to Turkey. And then in 2011, so what age is it? that was uh, the age of eight. Then we came back in 2011 for a year. I We spent a year, but I was so adapted to Turkey at the time. Like, like eight to 14, you were in Turkey? No, eight to 13, and then 13 to 14 here, and then 14 to 18, I was in Turkey again. And 18, I came back. It's, it's a lot of back and forth, dude. There, there was like, pro- there's definitely a lot of benefits to it. Me adapting to two cultures, being like kind of mastering being a bilingual mm-hmm. in both cultures and understanding the Turkish culture to the fullest and kind of understanding the American culture to the fullest at this point. And there's, there's a lot of pros and cons to it. The cons kind of were just adapting to two different educational systems and always having to reset. So I was kind of like, I wasn't the smartest student. So I that kind saw of messed that. With me. Exactly happened to a friend. So I have a friend. Uh, remember, do you remember G from Kingsway? Yeah. Jen Kirka? So he's a Turkish kid. And his I thought he was Turkish. Yes. So yeah. he was. And uh, he was a very cool kid. He was in every one of those you know, special ed classes because he, his English was his second language. Mm-hmm. And he did this exact same thing as you. He went back for like a year or two in the middle. He was with us for like a while in like early elementary, middle school. Went back for like a year or two in the middle, came back for like sophomore through senior year. And uh, for one, the one thing I always have an opinion of the Turkish people is they can fucking cook. He, him and his family worked at a diner in our town and were like half of the staff in this building taking care of this diner and they're great. Then once he was of age, like our age, him and his dad took the money they saved and bought and made their own diner in our town. So like they're like incredibly hardworking people, but like his entire life he was considered to be not an intelligent person because of that flip flop back that, and forth. Flip flop, I feel like would just love that or all. Shout out Jen <laughs> <laughs> If that, I feel like that flip flop would just mess up anyone. Like regardless mm-hmm. of one country they are from, like if you go back and forth and try to adapt to two different educational system cultures and you know two in general exactly exactly it's like. Um, in Turkey, they call me Jan, which is like C A N, and it's the Turkish form of uh, John. C is a J in Turkey. Yeah, I just called him Jenke. His real name is pronounced like Yenge. 
Like it's, it's, pr- wonder, it's how, like, how is it spelled? On paper, so I can tell you what it's G-E-N-C-A-Y. Something like that. Genjai. Genjai. Oh, Genjai. all right. All right. All right. Yeah. Genjai. I got you. There we that's, go. That's, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds a lot more. Yep. That's uh, Genjai. Genjai is it's not a common name. It's a rare name, actually. It's a pretty, like Declan, cool. Declan to me is not a common name as well. Genjai G is the coolest dude, man. <laughs> so he's honestly the sweetest dude. I can't remember right. how many times I like would try to bring a girl to the diner and he'd be like, your coffee's on me. I'm like, Oh. <laughs> Man, fuck yeah bro that sounds the most maybe turkish the, shit ever maybe the coolest hell <laughs> that sounds like the dude, most turkish shit you know shit how you ever. complain how there's no cafe culture is not existent here can you imagine i hate it dude the I town we grew up in it. there it was no great. cafe culture. i fucking yeah, hate but it bro. like that the cafe culture is diners that's, yeah that's, that's the only way you like actual diners before like everything's pre-pandemic pre-pandemic post-pandemic so, and diners in new jersey um we're a pre-pandemic thing. 100%. First of all, New Jersey has some of the best diners in the world. The best Monte Cristo you ever had in your <laughs> yeah. life. You get a Is fucking ten to eleven of different a, diners. A crisp in New eggs Benny in the morning, dude. Eggs Benedict. Talking about a cheesesteak and French fries at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and god! And a cup of coffee with a cinnamon bun. What's that one? Um, not pancake, but like crepe-looking beignet. They call them beignets, I think. Yeah, like strawberry beignets or oh, like grape yeah. beignets, dude. Those things smack. Yeah, it's French. That thing smacks. I like I that nice sausage gravy and biscuits. Yeah, they got a they got a breakfast joint most down of the by time, my house. Most of the time when you go to a diner, the sausage gravies and biscuits is actually called the mayor's mayor's breakfast. Really? <laughs> I, I would I felt like such a king when I would be Can I get the mayor's breakfast, please? <laughs> can I also add a side of scrapple? They're like, oh, you're talking about the fat mayor. Okay, that, that, like that, for example, bro. Scrapple looks Phenomenal. disgusting to me. Phenomenal. It looks like fried cardboard. And I say that and I get hate. Like, my buddies at work would order uh, Yeah, but also, think, do you eat lamb? I love lamb. lamb. Fucking love lamb. Lamb looks like dog shit. Lamb chops? <laughs> no. I'm, I, I'm a fan lamb. of chops. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of chops. When when you say lamb on top of my head, the first thing, I'll eat it, but my, my mom will make stew with it, but it's not halal. Like, we, we don't look for halal meat specifically. Yeah, life will be tough. You don't like halal like truck. Do you like, like, like... So- Gyro when, when you say shawarma and gyro lamb, the one that we eat here from like a lamb. Greek joint is lamb? not the same. Lamb. Did I say lamb? I oh, lamb. <laughs> um, the one it's not as, it's not the same in Turkey. No, in Turkey, we not. actually use fresh cuts of like uh, lamb meat, and here yeah. they make like soy beef or ground beef out of it. So it's not really like actual lamb. It's ground lamb when you think about it. Like the gyros, mm-hmm. they use ground beef. Yeah. And they just wrap it up on a stick. So I would say I I didn't try it, to be honest. So I I know for a fact I won't like it. Because in Turkey, when certain places, certain restaurants make their uh, shawarma, or we call it donut, when they make it with ground beef, people tend to not go there. Because why eat there when you can literally eat like actual grilled good meat from somewhere? So that's my perspective on it. Good answer. Yes, sir. Good answer. Hell yeah, dude. They got like a taco in Turkey. They got like a a Turkish taco. Um, That is um, So our taco would, would... would probably be a certain thing from a city called Mersin. It's it's called Tantuni. It's very common, actually. If you can pull up a picture by any chance, T A N T U N I Tantuni. It's minced beef um, wrapped up with like parsley, diced tomatoes, onions, and uh, sumac. You guys know sumac, I'm assuming. Sumac. Sumac is that how you say it? Yeah. I've never used sumac? the term in English, so that might be my. Mis- what is it? Let me see. Hold on. It's a spice that mainly, I believe. Uh, Iranians, Indians, and what other uh, certain cultures use? Tantuni. It's like a red. It's like a red uh, seasoning. Looks like an enchilada. <laughs> it looks like it taquitos. Yeah, I love it. Or dude. like a little burritos. I've been, I've been telling Ray, let's go to Turkey. We got to We got to set up a pl- uh, trip right now. The plane tickets are through the roof, so it's not I, really considerable. I would like 
to leave the United States. I'm too currently busy with my child and work to even plan leaving the United States. All my plans consist of American trips and expenditures. And then when I have the time soon, I will definitely be. I want to see Turkey. I want to see, you know, you will Middle love East. It, I do want to see all those places. I want to see. Oh, it's a spice. If you ever Iron, go before I, you go, Ireland, or if we happen uh, to go together one day, I will be the guide. But if you happen to go with your family or by yeah, that's yourself, what I, that's please hit me prefer. up so I can give you the places to go and places to see. That's what I would prefer to travel with someone like you to, to kind of show it Because that's the true experience of those types of places. There's yeah, no 100%. Point, I even there's told no already. point in going on like the 1-800-ITALY tours.com to get like mm-hmm. a tour like find someone you know or, or someone that has an idea or been there before a lot of people like i have like even just uh some italian friends from the city they actually have an opinion of going to italy because their family goes to italy every year because they're fucking wapdagos <laughs> and they, he's like, like yeah going, we're going to italy going back to the motherland yeah. oh no yeah i wonder what it feels like being an italian american and going back to italy because like the, the stereotype is different <laughs> it is so your different. dad was a fisherman then so my dad comes from a seafaring culture. You yeah. look like my a pirate. whole like a family. Pirate. My whole family is obsessed with fishing. My mom being the biggest fisher, she will like we would used to go fishing when I was a kid. They would take us fishing mm-hmm. with the whole entire family, like my uncles, my cousins, my aunts, my grandma, whatever. And they would go to dinner at the end of the day. My mom would say, "I'm going to sit here and fish." And I, I remember one day my, I stayed with my mom, and we ended up catching two huge ass fish that we've never seen before. And when they came back, they were like, what the hell did you guys do? They were like, yeah, we did it, man. My She's mom, like, yes, you must tear the throat clean out. Yeah, my, <laughs> my, my, my mom's a gangster. Absolutely. Yeah, I love her. What, freshwater or saltwater? Saltwater. All saltwater? The, yes, sir. On the Mediterranean. On the do, you guys do, any, do you guys do any freshwater fishing? So the only freshwater we fish was for uh, something called kefal. And it's... Um, Is it it's, carp? I think it's carp, bro. Let me look. That's why up. I'm asking. The reason why I'm asking we is talked about this. I have Russian friends. Like I work with Russians a lot, and like the cultures are very similar. You know, like the that it's just gray that, mullet. It's a gray mullet. mullet. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um. It so okay. It's like a cob mullet. It's just like the mullet down in a uh, in the yeah. That's a that's a uh, that's use a, these for bait, right? Yeah, we fucking chuck yeah. them out for redfish. The too. ones we catch would be we wouldn't take them in unless they were an arm size. Like the ones we catch, we call them topankefas if they're that big. So uh, I'm guessing that means cocksuckers. No, big cocksucker in Turkish. (laughs) Hefty cocksucker. I'm I'm over here trying to seriously answer. (laughs) It's so funny, dude. It's actually I was down in North Carolina and we're on this pier, like fishing, and there's those fish, and when they get that big, they call them cob mullet, and uh, there's like a, a Little like I, I would assume he was Middle Eastern just by his skin color and his complexion and his, his accent. He had a drop net, like a, a casting net, mm-hmm. and he was casting off the bridge, catching coolers full of those. And I'm like, "What are you guys doing that with that? Using it for bait?" He's like, "No, my family eats them." He was bringing them home to. Gr- He's like, "We grill them." Yeah. That's their like popular way to eat. Yeah. Those. This Grill, grilling in Turkey is probably the most. I mean, people do. And these like, ones batter. are like this big. They're huge. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So these ones range from 11 to 35 inches. So we were taking the big boys in most yeah. definitely because the way we catch it is, can you actually type one, something in there? Yeah. So I can show you the type of, it's not rods we use in Turkey commonly. Like we do use rods. It's handlines. Handlines. And, but the one to catch that specific type of fish, there's just like little. Cool? Uh, is it like, uh, what's the Turkish word for that hook? Space. L. Y. S. A. Sorry, sorry. 
What's the, what's the word for the hook for that? <laughs> um, so the hook is, they're tiny hooks, right? Oh. I don't know what the sizes are on hooks and <laughs> how you guys size really them. a terrible joke. I thought you were getting ready to say it's a huge hook. I'm like, is that just the Turkish word for big fucking hook? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like tiny hooks to catch those uh, mullets specifically because they don't come to the same... They don't come to the mm. same bait that the saltwater fish comes to. So my, we would use bread. So take a whole loaf of bread, cut it in a, cut it in a half, and you take the whole um, inside out of it, right? And then you cut it, open it up, and then you take the inside out. And you, the basically the wrap that is facing the outer side is the inside of the bread. It has eight hooks usually. It yeah, ranges from eight, eight to ten look, hooks, and it has what what's it called? A little piece of foam or. Whatever you a want. A bobber? A yeah, it's like a bobber, but it's like a foam bobber. A bobber, And you basically wrap the bread around it. And then you take the hook like this and you wrap it. You basically plant the needles into the bread. And since it's doughy, it sticks in and then the hook part stands out. So you got eight hooks and whatever bites on it is getting so You're creating basically a treble hook. I'm like not putting, quite sure that that's all you yeah, guys. We got those. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely got those. And then we would toss it in with the bread and then you would see hundreds of fish biting on it but we're looking for the big boy that's actually going to take the whole swallow the whole thing in <laughs> it's kind of stopping there but so um, it's kind of like you're creating this with no i wouldn't say at all no but you're having something that has did multiple you, when hooks. you typed it did you um let me show no, you. no i know what you were I talking you. about because it's usually very tiny like light um quite easy to break hooks that they use in <laughs> do you hear that you <laughs> fucking that. son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a fucking fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, actually, it's a Baltimore accent. Hey, yeah, get the fuck out of the street, dude. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, too, like um, John does yeah. it better. So it's when it comes to certain words, the way they say it is like do, to, or uh, to, do, do. Yo, dude, get out of the street, dude. And it's like more of a it's a Jersey it's of a it's, it's when it comes to those certain words, that's how they like word it. And then I'm trying to think of more, but from the top of my head, those were the two that always come to mind. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Baltimore. Sunday, Monday. I was down in Baltimore. But <laughs> Ew, it's Friday. I mean, it's <laughs> not like from what, I've, what I, from what my observation, I've seen both white and black people. Like usually they have ter- certain types of speaking, but if they're from here. Baltimore, <laughs> if they're from Baltimore, that's exactly how they word things. Like regardless of race, ethnicity. Interesting, interesting. I, it was a sad moment. I went to the doctors this week. <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> Found out I'm over 300 pounds. Shit. It's all Dude, in your hands. Didn't even know. I'm walking around thinking I was sub threes <laughs> for years. You had no idea. It became shocking to me. If any of you have been walking around thinking I was 300 pounds, I didn't think I was 300 pounds. Oh, man. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Fucking probably get my act together. Stop eating hoagies in the shower. Um, <laughs> uh, dude, I had, so I had to get a physical for work and then I actually had to get a blood test. Like just a like regular yearly blood test mm-hmm. for like, I guess for insurance. I don't know what the fuck that was. Why? They made me get it. But um, I was taking care of the baby all morning. I was sweating around the house. And I was dehydrated. Have you ever had to get blood? Yeah. I just, uh, I just went two when days ago to a lab court. They have trouble finding your veins. And oh. I have deep veins. Oh, interesting. So I went. I was using the grip squeezer before I went, so they can find my vein easily. I'm chubby too. <laughs> so like, uh, apparently, that doesn't matter. I, I the girl was very adamant that, that doesn't matter, but I was like, "You're <laughs> like, being nice. You're fucking lying." <laughs> <laughs> so the first day, and realize I'm saying day because it took two days for them to get blood from me. Jesus, right? dude. First day I go there, I go there for my physical. 
Um, I've never gotten queasy while giving blood. And I don't know if it's because Christina just gave birth. I saw the whole thing. <laughs> um, she tried to get my right arm, couldn't get it. Tried to get my left arm, couldn't get it. So then she tried my hand because I usually I've had surgery before. This is where they do my IV and get blood from my hand. Okay. She goes to do it, couldn't get it. And I don't know what happened. Maybe she was untalented. Probably. <laughs> no talent there. <laughs> Uh, no talent around here. You imagine that's what I was saying. There's no talent in this. Where the fuck is the talent? (laughs) But that's how. So this is this is actually funny where the story will go with it. So as she's hitting me here, I'm watching her do it, and I just got clammy, and I was like, "Uh, I've never felt like this before, but I might pass out." And she's like, "All right, well, why don't you lie down? We'll wait for the doctor to come in, and then we'll do this later." When she came back in, she's like, "Do you want to try again right now?" I'm like, "She's like, I think you're dehydrated." I'm like, "I probably am." I was like, "I was doing work around the house. I forgot to drink water." She's like. Well, can you can come in tomorrow if you want. So I was like, okay, I can do that. After you put 15 then, holes in me. <laughs> yeah, so she hit me with, like, honestly, like, she tried this arm twice and then that arm once and then my hand. So I was, like, four or five holes deep that day. <laughs> she literally gave me, like, the synopsis on tomorrow's closer. Like, she was like, the girl tomorrow, she's the real deal. Like, that's, like, that's <laughs> literally what happened. She's, like, like, pretty much telling me, she's like, I'm just a reliever. Like, I was just, a, I was the lefty. It didn't work. They hit me. They took me a yard. Um, the girl tomorrow was a phlebotomist. Uh, that's what like the people that take that's what the professional name is for people that She's take the blood. Fucking and do... janitor. What's she doing? <laughs> the phlebotomist is like the word no. for people that do like blood. The and girl everything. that's talking to you right now. She's like the front desk girl slash nurse. <laughs> like no joke. That's what she was. And uh, that's no joke. What she was. So she checked me in and then she came back and was like, "All right, I'm gonna try and get your blood." I couldn't. Get that's it. so funny. You said that yesterday after the boat, we went to my uh, buddy's uh, friend's house and we ordered pizza and they ordered pizza. And then after the pizza took an hour to come through. And then we called the guy again and he's Josh, the dude that was like, uh, he was like, I can come and pick the pizza up if you haven't left yet. And he's like, no, nah, the d- delivery driver left. But the person that brought the pizza and the person that picked the phone up and made the pizza and took the order is all the same foreign dude. <laughs> it's all the same dude. <laughs> He's like, no worry, I'd be there in 15 minutes. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> oh, it's funny, dude. He's no like, cap. He's like, the per- the dude left already, and then he's the one that the one that picked the phone up is the one that bringing the pizza, and he's probably the one that made it as well from our reception. <laughs> so I, uh, I, so second day, blood getting taken. I'm gonna talk okay. this one out of there. I get there. This is the closer. She's like, I'm a firefighter too. I think she brought that up to me. It was awesome. <laughs> oh I was like, thank you for your service. I literally said, it. I literally <laughs> dude, said it. It was appropriate. It's Memorial Day weekend. She's a firefighter. What the girl had said to me the day before, she's like, she works in a cancer place and she does blood for like cancer patients all the time. She's uh-huh. good at finding needles. She'll be able to figure this out. This already made me uncomfortable, dude. So I'm hydrated at this point. I'm there. I have my baby with me because Christina's at work. Baby's crying. She hit me once here, once here, once here again. Tried this hand. Couldn't this is get, second day. This is second day. The Couldn't what? get it out of here. So then she finally tried right here and got it on the middle of my like forearm. Thankfully. For two vials of blood. They dropped the whole clip on that. <laughs> she was just like, sometimes it's just like this. And that was when I asked her. I was like, I was like, what is it? She's like, some people have deep veins. Sometimes people's veins just don't like being like pricked. I was like, I was like, that, is that like a, I was like, I literally asked her. I was like, is that like associated with like weight? She's like, no. I'm like, I thought it was, I was chubby. And that's why you're having trouble finding my veins. She's like, no, it has nothing to do with that. I was like, are you sure? She's like, I promise. I'm like. It looks like you want to say it does. <laughs> you're saying no, but your eyes are saying yes. Your eyes are saying you're so, you're tubby. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a fucking funny experience, dude. It was very uncomfortable. I was saying to her, I, so this is like where my fear went. She's going around and she's checking all these that? spots. I don't okay. know. Something fell. And I I went 
she went to go do this hand and she couldn't get it. I'm like, what's the next step? She's like, why? I'm like, where do you go next? I was like, is it my wrist? Because like you can see your wrist veins. I thought she was gonna like extract my wrist. She's like, no, why would I do that? I'm like, because you can see them. I'm like, it has nothing to do with that. I'm like, I was like, oh, she's like, yeah. I'm like feeling for a bigger vein. I'm not looking for like little ones like that. Also, there's like ligaments there. I could like fuck up a ligament in your arm. I'm like, okay, good, because I was freaking out, lady. Like I was like, I didn't know what the next thing. I thought you were gonna cut my arm off and collect the blood between your toes, dude. At one point, she's feeling right here on my wrist, and there's a vein right here. She's like. I can get this one, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's right next to your radial nerve. And if I miss, it's going to fucking hurt. I'm like, well, <laughs> oh, don't shit. do that. Yeah, please. <laughs> Why did you just tell that, me bro? that? No, hell no. Give him a fucking anxiety. I immediately was like, butthole chill. Like, oh, scared the shit out of me, dude. Holy shit. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That give, that would give me anxiety. I'll be like, nah, let me go. I'm going to leave. That's right before it. I went, I was nervous. I'm like, I got to eat something. And I, I went to Taco Bell. Aren't you supposed to go on empty stomach? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. They said, they said I didn't have to fast for it. But I, like, but I have no clue if I should have. <laughs> I, was, I was getting an A1C test. It just says Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Diabetes. <laughs> so uh, I, before I went there, I went to Taco Bell and it was like 1038. And like, it's the changeover time between breakfast and lunch there, apparently. I was like, can I get a Mexican pizza? And it, that was all I ordered in a cheese roll up. And the woman's like, yeah, sure. And I pull up and she's like, all right, so listen, I haven't dro- defrosted the Mexican pizza sauce yet. It's going to be like 15 minutes. Can you wait? I'm like, yeah, I guess. So like I had my baby with me in the backseat. It's not. I was like, I'm going to go take a lap around the neighborhood and I'll come back. He's like, okay. So I just went on like a, I went on a Taco Bell ride. I went and did a drive around. Nice. <laughs> came back, got my tacos. Uh, went and Driving around with the junior? Yeah. Driving <laughs> around with the junior. Slammed a Mexican pizza in the car. Did he get a little bit of that? I hit him with some sauce. Like, <laughs> gummed him up with some sauce. I'm like, hit him with I, a gummer. I was like, I was like, uh, think outside the bun, bud. <laughs> think outside the, the bitty. No, it was oh hit him with a gummer. <laughs> Sprinkle him with a little Diablo sauce. Him, he, likes, he likes the fucking fire sauce. I just get him some of those fucking I'm, cinnamon I'm cherry twists. Fire, fire messes with me. I got stomach issues. Dude. <laughs> Have you had the fucking Cinnabon Johns? The little cinnamon twists. Yeah. I just crumble one on them. No, no. <laughs> the, oh, the cream cheese the like si- stuff. Delights? Ones. Yeah. Like yeah. the fresh made ones or the ones that they sell at gas stations? Cream cheese and- icing delight. It's like a cinnamon. The one from Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, I it's got you. Specific. <laughs> I was talking I thought you were talking about It's kind of weird. Like, Dude, they're stale as fuck. The, first off, every time I get them, for some reason the icing's gone. Like they did something to it where they Stry? cooked the icing out. What yeah. the Usually there's too much icing. Big dude. letdown for me. It's like too, it's like semen in your mouth. Oh no! Raymond's like this is nasty. He's but you keep buying them, you weirdo. No, Raymond's I'm, like this is like the 15th no. time I bought these today. They all taste like cum. <laughs> it's, not, it's the texture. That's it. You're like I just can't get over how much I like the I'm texture. A, I'm gonna give you the AO look. That's funny. Uh, so man. we we need to get into the gypsies. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a good shit, conversation dude. to that's, go into. That's going to be a deep one. That's so, first off, I've one. gotten fights with gypsies. <laughs> so, the gypsies in America that I've witnessed aren't the same They're as different. the ones in Turkey. At I least think the ones in Turkey are usually a minority. They're per- Those are Persian gypsies, right? I would be lying if I say I know that, but gypsies are considered Indian. But they're also called global citizens. So, there's like a... Honestly, it's terminology that transfers around the world. Gypsy is a terminology for the people that live the bohemian vagabond lifestyle in the United States. Some of them are based in the Romantic, like the the Romanov basis of gypsies, but like a lot of people now are just fucking 
white trash and, and fancy clothes. <laughs> you mean Romani? So, sorry, Romani. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it. <laughs> so I'm not a fucking gypsy. So yeah, it's like it seems like just greasy Greeks and fancy clothes. Is that a good way to look at it? Is that the way it is where so you're from? The, so where I'm from, gypsies are like the one the minority that was pushed to the side, not intentionally, but ended up like that and they they I don't say they promote crime, but they live in crime. Like me growing up in Turkey and the city I grew up in, it has a high gypsy population, meaning there were plenty of neighborhoods and ghetto neighborhoods, I should say, that consist of gypsy people. And me growing up in high school, like our high school and college friends weren't the ones that were selling weed. We had to go to the hood and actually buy it from the hood. And when we go to the hood in Turkey, it's gypsy people everywhere. So it would be slums, favelas, basically, in a way but they have levels to it. You get greeted by the nephews right at the door. There'll be a, a metal door with like bars over. It. It's like a jail cell. And then you'll knock on the door. They'll open up the, whatever the slide and be, give you an eye, like uh, how much you want. They'll, and you'll be like, I'm going to sit down. So they'll open the door for you. You'll, they'll go greet you and they'll have 10 layer packages. So it's not grams and whatever, like ounces and eights and quarters, whatever, like it is in the States. It's, you basically get 10 liter packages and you take the weed and you go upstairs. And the second level was a rotten wall, paint, the paint falling off the walls, just old chairs, plastic tables, and like newspaper all over for people to roll, roll their weed on. There will be one dude that's like a server. He'll sell you water. He'll sell you a rolling paper and he'll sell you tobacco. So single cigarettes for you to make, roll your spliffs. Yeah. They so smoke a, spliffs, right? Yeah, yeah. They smoke spliffs. I, I don't think it's affordable without the tobacco and it's impossible with the way prices are in Turkey. It's, the money you make an average person with a, say a nine to five, the money they make to the life they can live is, dude, it's, it's, it's horrendous. It's terrible. So for someone to smoke weed, they would really be, have to be in their comfort zone and not give a fuck about their life. I'm not saying no one should smoke, but it's a struggle. It's not like a hobby here or like something That's people just find comfort. Yeah, it is. That's Baltimore cops, for you people. The cops are actually coming This right is now. quite common, and Ray's not even on the dangerous side of the city, so. They said John's spilling all the secrets. We have to kill him. So. Oh, no, they gave an opening location. Just come up here and beat the shit out <laughs> of Let's John. wait for them to go by. But let's get back to it. You were on the second floor in the gypsy so house. So we're on the second floor, right? And like I said, it's... Literally breaking apart. Doesn't look good. They have a VIP room to the left that has a couch. So being able to sit on a couch for them is VIP. They even called it VIP. And those were the people that like would come all the time and were really close. So the nephews take care of the business. You got the server on the second room. People sit down with tables on with newspaper on them. They give you the, the product to roll up. And basically you smoke it in there and then you just dip. But the neighborhood neighborhood is so like the way of life is so interesting. So you got a terrible entrance to a house. A terrible second floor where you let a bunch of fucking random dudes. Like, there was this one dude called Uncle Mario. He was a short midget type of guy that would come during his lunch breaks. He worked at the morgue for the hospital. Midget type of guy. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he worked at the morgue for the hospital. He was the one putting the dead people away and putting uh, cotton in their ass. Like, when... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you what? die, they stuff your ass with cotton so you don't shit yourself or whatever, like potential um, shit or whatever coming out your ass, basically, when you're I've dead. I've heard of butt plugs. So this is ridiculous. Yeah, they, they, he was the one stuffing the cotton, so I guess he was in a mentally chalk position at the time, so every lunch break and post-work, he would come there to roll up. And he was the... the most, like, funniest figure in Did life. Did he have dude. deep machete scars <laughs> on his face? <Yeah. laughs> I gotta smoke some weed. This is ridiculous. I've been shoving cotton in people's ass all day. That's a crazy oh. thing to have to come cool down from. 
bro. It is. And he was so natural. That sounds about like an opium thing. He was sounds so like he should be doing opium. He was so natural about it. He would pretend like he was a businessman. This was his vibe, right? So you <laughs> Let should me have take seen this. how deep this guy's asshole was. He would roll up his weed like this, right? Then he would go, when he's telling the stories, he'd get like an Italian businessman vibe to him. He'd go, so let me tell you guys what happened today. And that he would just get into it like he's some certified, like made it in life, millionaire, billionaire. These dudes we see on TikTok giving life advice type guy. hanging in the ghetto. Yeah, he was in the ghetto working for more stuff and cutting up, cutting up asses. Yeah, it's crazy. He was a, he was a genuine he, dude. He was a gypsy, cool. right? He, I don't think he was a gypsy because he didn't live in that neighborhood. Okay. So, but he would come there. He might have been a gypsy. I never asked him that. So, like, this, this, this is what I'm trying to grasp. Asking gypsy people if they're gypsies, they will stab you for so that. So, this, gra- uh, this is what I'm trying to grasp, though. This is a good gypsy hangout you're at? This is they literally... Own this think neighbor, of a, they run this Think of a Section 8, right? So, that's where I, it's I question... Section 8 of are, Turkey. Are they, like, a gang type thing? They, not everybody. They're not. They're if not, you're not... If they don't know you, you're not allowed in town. They're not affiliated to a gang like Bloods Crips. Don't think of it like that. It's just individual criminals. Is it mafioso-esque? It's like, just individual criminals. Like you get in a you get, you get in trouble one, with one of them. They all grew up and they all grew Adidas up in the, track suits. Yeah, Adidas oh, tracksuits. Really? Adidas tracksuits, Nike so tracksuits. Here they're wearing like scarves and, <laughs> and dress then, shirts. And then wearing tennis shoes or um, runner shoes in Turkey and a tracksuit. You see someone like that on the street, don't mess with them. You'll get yourself in trouble. They're mo- most likely going to try and get in a fight with you. Probably gonna try and steal something from you. It's just the way it is. Like you dress up like that, your your mindset is in that. Like you're you're a stereotype. So yes. that that's the way that's the way they are. And what's interesting is you let 15, 20 dudes, random dudes, like one was working in the more. I was a high school student. All kinds of people from all kinds of places. All, a lot of criminals. Obviously, you can just tell from the cuts on their arms and the tattoos, like prison tattoos. Like having a spider tattoo is a is me. You've been in and out of prison. Prison. They do uh, their tattoos themselves. Why, in there's prison. a lot of spiders in prison. I'm sorry. They're scary. So they do their tattoos themselves in prison. There, and it's basically, I don't know how to, I don't know what the style is called, but they take ink and then they take like a sharp pen type of thing, and they they basically sh- like sew that into uh, what your. What the hell is it called? Uh, poke. Stick and point. Stick and poke. Stick and poke tattoos. Yeah, and a spider tattoo meant that you've been in and out of prison. In Turkey, it's common where people. Turkey's a very um, dramatic culture. Like I feel people like I've are seen depressed. That in like fucking uh, what's the movie with Jason Bourne? J- Mad Damon. Like Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jason Damon. Bourne movie. Mad Damon. The 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 <laughs> Bourne Ultimatum. Yeah. Um, there's like that's like a thing in action movies where they'll like the Turkish uh like assassin. He'll be like spider on his head. That's him. <laughs> and they go on this like crazy car chase and Mini Coopers. That's so funny. You bring up like the spider tattoo. It's not even a cliche. It's real. There was like, there, what was that one movie that was the last one was in um, Turkey? Taken. You guys watched Taken? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, the last last season of Prison Break. I think it was in Turkey. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess the, I get that stereotype from what you just Finish. said. The, uh, the house so and, is, and the people there yeah and yeah. then the third level is where the owner of the whole joint and his family lives you the have his, you have yeah the couple you got the daughter you got the you got the wife but from what I've heard my uh, god brother back then that I used to spend all my time with he said inside of the house he had the the freshest plasma TV the freshest couch freshest carpets freshest like portraits on walls it's like you got the most disgusting looking place one level below you 
And then you got a bunch of ghetto dudes uh, downstairs greeting people with tracksuits and ski masks, talking to them like they're going to kill them. And they'll be aggressive, bro. Until they get to know you, they won't treat you like a human being. They'll be like very short answers, one word answers, like aggressive, like eyebrows tucked down, like looking at you like, don't fuck with me. And the the funniest moment I had was, so the godbrother I just mentioned, his, his younger brother was a very, very like panicky, very picky person. Like, you squeeze his hand, he'll go wash it. He was, like, that type of a person. And his older brother was the most ghetto, most thuggish person I knew at the time. And he wanted to, for some reason, take his younger brother to that neighborhood. And downstairs, the person that was, his nephew that was greeting the customers, quote-unquote, apparently he started smoking crack cocaine. And he got caught by his uncle, which is the owner of the place. He got shot in the kneecap by a shotgun in front of the house and him hearing those uh, shot, like the gunshots, he started panicking, screaming and just going crazy. And he referred to a, a mafia movie in Turkey. That's known very commonly. He's like, they're, they're, um, they're filming that movie downstairs. Like that, that was the first thing that came to his mind. And it was just like a trauma for him. And then after that, we, he couldn't get him to go there, which wasn't the best idea to do in the first place. Anyways, but good old times. The age they, was 16, 17. Sh- why did they shoot him in the kneecaps? Bro, that's the way they are. And I'm, I swear that on my family. That's not a joke. They, he literally shot his nephew in the kneecap for smoking crack cocaine. He didn't want that shit around his house. He didn't want anyone in his family consuming it. But why shoot him in the kneecap? But that's just their it. way of life, dude. That's their way. He might have been paralyzed for the rest of his life. Who knows? But he took the shot. <laughs> shit. He probably answers that question, honestly, too. What happened to your leg? Smoking some crack. Uncle yeah. got me. Yeah. Uncle yeah. Rico. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking to, to be can, fair, I, I, speak, I talk about the gypsies all the time, right? If I could go back in time and avoid that, I would because I should have been doing better shit. I mean, we can't change the past, but yeah. those were not things people my age or any age of people should be doing, like going to those neighborhoods if you're not a part of that lifestyle. Like, thankfully, I, I was greeted well mm-hmm. and we were we were cool people and they somehow accepted us. And who cares if they accept you, though? They're not benefits to you in any way of life. They're just. You know, dude, I give. I would run that. I would become the leader in ten minutes. So <laughs> let's let's uh, let's start to wrap this up a little bit. I, I, I do have to go home and do some food shopping with my baby mama. But I want to tell you about the party I worked last night. I worked at a uh, a ballroom in South Philly called the IATSE. It's like the the stagehand union. IATSE. IATSE. Eight. It's the Stagehand Union's uh, ballroom in South Philly, and it's a nice place usually. And I worked a quinceanera that rented this entire place out last night. This woman had probably about thirteen different vendors. I was a photo booth. There was a man dressed as a mirror robot. There was a man in a halo outfit. There was a magician. There was a girl dancing from rings in the air, hang like a a, a, a Cirque du Soleil style dancer up in the air. There was a girl on, in a butterfly outfit on stilts. Sounds like a fair in the 80s. Yeah, Dude, like a it was nuts, bro. Like a circus, yeah. There was fireworks on the floor. There was crazy Mexican music going on the whole time. I was just standing in the back like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what was your occupation? I, like, what were you there for? I, have, I was there as the photo booth guy. Oh, that was you. what I was doing. I, I do a mirror photo. I do photo booths and events and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, So I was there running a mirror photo booth. It's like a touchscreen mirror Stand in front of it. We had a flower wall backdrop. It was pretty cool. I'm fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so, dude, I, this fucking party was insane. It was for this girl's 15th birthday. And I don't know what this mom used to do, but she gave a speech in the middle. And, like, 
she was like an old Latina woman, kind of rough looking, huge titties in like a ball gown dress. Like that. all of her sisters are in like, I don't know why they're all wearing like those like bridesmaids dresses. Yeah. Like just in these big red dresses, but that's what they're gotcha. wearing. And uh, she gives a speech. She's like, you know, whatever her daughter's name is, we'll, we'll call her Emily. Emily, uh, you know, I'm so happy we could be here. You're the most beautiful girl in the world, blah, 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 blah. And I... I was like assuming she made money some like maybe a legitimate way. But she like carried on a very She's an OnlyFans model. Yeah, right? No, but like whatever she used to do, she just like, reiterated and very very much forced the point home that like she must have used to do some bad shit because uh one, every person in there looked like they sold drugs. It was probably about 150 people. They were all like Latinos and everybody had like teardrop tattoos and face tats and it was awesome but yeah. she gave this speech she's like you know emily no matter what you do in life you're going to achieve the most beautiful things i used to live she gives a speech she's like, i used to live a very rough life and, oh. and she starts to get teary she's like i'm just so happy i don't have to do the things i used to do now and you get to afford a better life than i did bad mommy dominican joint <laughs> like like and uh like and everybody was just like, oh, like she, you could just tell she's like, I pray. She says, she says I pray. She's like, I pray you never have to do the things that I did, but you oh, know you no. are going to have the most beautiful life. <laughs> and like, I'm in the back, like, dude, what did you used to fucking do? I'm waiting for someone to be like, Jesus, that's La Madre, that was the leader of the most successful <laughs> Spanish yeah. Spanish gang yeah. in uh in Philadelphia history. She did 12 years for yeah. a murder. She got La Patrona, like, La Patrona del Mar. <laughs> La madrina. <laughs> Dios mio, they call la her the spider. She was pimping shawty. <laughs> somebody patted me. Somebody patted me down when I walked in the door. Like, no hello, way. are you? Are you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no yeah, come on, it's a story. <laughs> she she was, fucking what are you here for? Assault rifles. I was like, I, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 dude. I'm such a fucking piece of shit. I at one point because I know a little Spanish. All the little kids keep like fucking my shit up and touching stuff. So oh, like, I boy. can't help it that I speak a little Spanish, and I'll be like. Ah, Nino, no mas. Por favor. <laughs> Sanchicho, <I> Sanchicho. <laughs> I'm like talking. Nino, no mas. Por favor, please. No maleste. And like, and uh, I can just see like the parents sometimes like, yo, man, white guy, stop speaking Spanish to my child. <laughs> but it was such a funny event, man. This bitch, we had a crazy party for her 15th birthday for her daughter, quinceanera. And so she had like, like probably seven more children. And, like, there's, like, a, a ceremony in the quinceanera where there's, like, gifts that are given. The okay. passing of items. Okay. That's what it's called. We got that culture in Turkey, too. So, like, there's, like, the shoes, the dress, the veil, the bouquet. And, like, all of her kids' names were, like, ghetto Spanish kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rosita, Sapphire. <laughs> when I heard... When Mercedes? I heard, oh, yes! <laughs> Mercedes, no way. Dude, when they said Sapphire, I lost it. I'm like, how many of your daughters are strippers? <laughs> Mercedes is not it, Chief. No, you don't name your Angele. child after Mercedes. What the hell? Dude, it was great. No. It was fucking great, dude. It was very, very funny. Um, man, I, I had a fun one out of it. It was, it was just a crazy event. Like, they're just, there's just people going. It's just a Latin event. Latin events are always wild. They had fun. They do. They had they fireworks on fun, the dude. dance floor. They, know they not only happen. had one father-daughter dance, they had two father. So no joke. At one point, the DJ's like, uh, 
if you like the first father father's he says it like this he's like if you like the first father and daughter dance you're gonna love the second father daughter dance because here it comes and the second one had fireworks in the back oh there was pyrotechnics bro at one point they had like a bad bunny song on and then dj goes ladies and gentlemen here he is bad bunny and a guy comes in with a Bad Bunny outfit, bobblehead outfit on, and he's in the crowd dancing as Bad Bunny with the song. It was insane, <laughs> dude. I was like, this is the most lit birthday party I've ever seen. I'm, I'm going to assume this girl probably cleared like 30 grand in gifts. Jeez. I would imagine. Sounds dude, like there was it, a lot of people there. The same culture goes in Turkey. When someone has a wedding, they people buy gold and put gold, they'll put like some sort of a, a ribbon, a long mm-hmm. ribbon around their neck, and people bring by, say, quarter grams of gold, half a gram of gold, or a whole gram of gold, or they'll put like $200 bills or $100 bills and 200 lira bills mm-hmm. and whatnot. Well, I used to work Albanian Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Culture is very similar. They do dollar dances. Yeah, we we the dollar we, the cult- dance is insane. Raymond, the culture is with them. You ever seen a dollar dance live? No. You know, you know what a money what is dance it? is. Hundred yeah, percent. Raymond, they get in like a, a circle, and if the circle's too big, then they stack the circle inside like shark teeth, and everybody has money in their hands, and they're just dancing and moving around. And if <laughs> if the couple or the person being celebrated is in the middle, great, they throw all the money at them in the circle. And if not, they're on the stage and they're going up to the stage in the circle like. Wah, 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 like some crazy song and they're just like money yeah and they're just peppering money at the people and when the dance is over the idea is is that the family picks up all the money and collects it for the gift someone in my family right, that's the best way to put it yeah it so either my grandfather nuts. or grandmother was half albanian that's how i'm like there's a lot of uh, albanian mm. uh immigrants in turkey that's how i'm aware of it. the uh the one i worked this like very like popular albanian singer was there i was in north philly not aware and of the like, singers I'll be lying. That was like a part of her thing. Dua Lipa. Well, is the, she straight? I mean, she's not, she doesn't identify as like an Albanian singer. She's an English she singer. She was like... She yeah, was, but she's an English singer is what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. So whatever it was... Was this like an actual Albanian singing? Yeah, Albanian? she was like gotcha. a popular... Like a, the one of the top 10 artists in Albania. Gotcha. Um, a part of her booking was that like somebody was like, all right, now we're going to do a money dance. And you could see like everybody was there for the Albanian Independence Day, but they okay. also were like... Okay, we're doing a money dance now, and like they, they just like peppered this this musician with money. It was really funny. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Right? I was gonna ask if it was one of the effects you do on the soundboard, but <laughs> all my homies out there, before you go to DR, learn your Spanish, bro. What is I go this? out there, little little bad little mommy, Dominican joint. <laughs> she all on me, showing me love, so I take her to to the hotel joint. And we in there, so we get in there rocking. We start getting crazy. I take in the room. <laughs> One thing lead the next. I start hitting it from the back. <laughs> I'm hitting it from the back, and she like, I, she, I is some chicha, some chicha. I just me or some chicha. That's a fucking. So I call my man's bro back in back in the Bronx, New York. I'm like, yo, bro. They show me love out here, bro. You got love, bro. They show you love, bro. I came back, bro. She in the room with my other man. Took him on poppy. I use me. Oh, look, I need some. I'm like, why she saying that to me? She said she called me one day. She calling him something else. Bro, I go on Google Translator, bro. Sanchito's a little thing in the can, in the blue can. He says it in America. 
Mother Nisa is like three feet long. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "My ninja, why?" <laughs> this was a fun one, guys. Yeah. Oh man, that was a fun like for the books. John? Do you I loved fun it. doing this, bro. I loved it. We're gonna have John back again. Let's do it anytime. Next man. time, all right. It was a pleasure. So here's the plan. Uh, next time, we would like you to uh, call us with a possible house- household hobby or task, possibly like a. Maybe we need to change the underwater filter in your kitchen. We need you to ask it in a form. Think of any task in your house, but think of it how you would need advice from a little Turkish woman. And we're going to have John ask his mom about it. Like, say, for instance, if, like, the garage door opener isn't working in your house, give us a call. If, it, right? if it's anything that's um, <laughs> handy, handy man related, my mom wouldn't be aware. But if it's any natural <laughs> remedy for illness, let's hit, let's hit the moms up. Let's hit the moms up. Mom's the goat. So if you possibly have gonorrhea or... Uh, <laughs> A uh, a Spanish flu. She recently just threatened my dad with quitting his cholesterol pills because they they're bad for you. Yeah. And the doctor told my dad to take it. My mom's like, "You're not taking those pills." <laughs> Listen, if you just need some daily advice, like a "Hey there, Delilah," like a "Ask Hey Delilah," um, we're looking for some questions for John's mom. She's got some great answers. Also, if you're looking for Turkish recipes, John's uh, John, do you have a social or do you want to like okay. just give us your mom's phone number? <laughs> 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 grapefruit juice for cholesterol sir not, not pills don't take pills um, grapefruit juice is my mom's remedy that ass every morning man she'll, we, if we have steak the night before she'll literally uh, shovel grapefruit juice yeah I, I don't like it honestly like I'll be like can I get some orange in that like the grapefruit itself is like just not it's, it's a little bitter and sour in a way for me uh, but John do you have any socials you John Sintos on J-O-H-N-C-I-N-T-O-S-U-N. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitter's, I'm not active, but Instagram, that's the one. Nice. Sweet. Sir. That was fun. It was a pleasure. It was, yeah. it was, a, it was one for back. the books. We have a phone number. You guys can call in. Um, it's going to be 215-360-3451. You can also text that number. Leave us a message. You can find Declan on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. You can find me on Instagram at R-A-Y underscore B-R-O-O-X. You can find the show at 555 Let Me Call You Back. And I think that is everything. Yep. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Happy birthday, John. It was John's birthday today. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we did. We said in the beginning. I brought it up, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, John. Thank you, bro. I appreciate both of you guys. He's 25 today. He's a 25 quarter century. He's a beautiful young man. He has many years adored of him. (laughs) This is the year of listening to Tupac. All right. Um, yeah, listen, have a good Memorial Day. Stay safe. Get at us. If you're looking for some uh, Rus- uh, some Russian-Ukrainian politics, really tune into the middle of this, pocket, this podcast. We really <laughs> got, some, got some fucking hitting yeah. information about NATO. We got, we got Gaddafi. And John, it was, great. It was great information, but I got to tell you, a couple times I asked some questions, and I'm like, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> <laughs> What's your mom's? Is your mom's name Aisha? Aisha, yeah. Shout out Aisha. Yeah. She's the goat. Bad little yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bad little Turkish shorty. I said it to him last week. Aisha is a name for bad Turkish shorties. I think uh, Aisha is like a common uh, black woman name in America. Am I wrong? Yeah, but it's Aisha. Well, it's not the same. It's my mom's Aisha, but I think the closest form would be Aisha. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Is she going to listen to this? Oh, uh, no. Nah. No, she's no. not going to. If she does, you're a beautiful woman. We love you. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Love, love you, mom. You're my hero. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555 Let Me Call You Back and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back Podcast. 
You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time. Thank you.